has something better for you than you have ever experienced before. Thank you for joining Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the Word. We welcome all of you who are joining us by television and those of you joining us at airjesus.com. We are so excited to have you to share with us and to tune in today. I would like to share a scripture over in the book of Numbers, chapter 14. Let's read verses 22 through 24. Numbers 14, 22 through 24. And let's read together in unison, beginning with verse 22. Ready? Read. Because all those men which have seen my glory and my miracles which I did in Egypt and in the wilderness and have tempted me now these ten times and have not hearkened to my voice, surely they shall not see the land which I swear unto their fathers, neither shall any of them that provoke me see it. But my servant Caleb, because he had another spirit with him, and have followed me fully, him will I bring into the land whereunto he went, and his seed shall possess it. And I want to read verse 24 in the Message Bible. It says it a little differently, a little clearer. Something interesting. It says, but my servant, Caleb, this is a different story. He has a different spirit. He follows me passionately. I'll bring him into the land that he scouted and his children will inherit it. And I just want to use as a subject, dare to be different. Dare to be different. Turn to your neighbor and say, dare to be different. Dare to be different. I like that. I like that. The Bible says that Caleb was a different story. Wasn't like everybody else. He had a different spirit. Dare to be different different, dare to be different. You know, everybody was fearful. Everybody else was fearful in that group. Everybody was afraid. Everybody else was full of doom. They were full of gloom. Everybody else was shrinking back from a challenge that was before them. Everybody else was negative. Everybody else felt overwhelmed by what they saw and what they had experienced. And so they were just shrinking back. They were afraid. They were negative, just full of doom and gloom. And Caleb, he refused to be squeezed into their mold. You know, the Bible says in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, it says, do not be conformed to this world. One translation says, do not allow yourselves to be squeezed into the mold or the fashion of this world, but be ye transformed or changed by the renewing of your mind. In other words, the Bible is saying in the New Testament version, be different, be different. I've called you to be different than the rest of the world. There ought to be something different about you, something that ought to stand out about you that is significant, something that is noticeable, something that is different. 
God makes us different. When he comes into our lives, we shouldn't be like everybody else. We shouldn't be like the rest of the world. In fact, the apostle Paul, he he was so frustrated with believers. And he said to them, he said, you all are living like ordinary men. You're living like mere men. You're living like unchanged men. In other words, when God comes in your, into your life, there's something different about you. There's a change. There's something different. So God has called us to be different. Tell your neighbor said, dare to be different. Dare to be different. Now, like Caleb's, Caleb's attitude of faith his, his response that was filled with courage, his posture, his outlook, his confidence in God, his willingness to face a challenge, his sense of adventure with God. He was actually excited. I mean, they were looking, and just to give you a little background, they were, you know, they had been sent to spy out the land here, the land of Canaan. And so they had seen this land, and it was a beautiful land filled with milk and honey and and all type of um, uh, lustrous fruit. And it was just a rich flowing land that God wanted to bring his people into. And, And so Caleb, he was... Everybody else was afraid of the giants, but Caleb, he was excited because of the adventure. He knew it was going to take God to beat them. And so Caleb, he got excited over the thought of partnering with the one who created the universe. Have you ever thought about that? Folks, you are in partnership. You are in part and parcel with the one who created the universe. That's who you're hooked up with. And I don't think we understand that sometimes. That is who you are hooked up with. You are partners with Almighty God. You're partners with Almighty God. And so when you realize that you're partners with Almighty God, it changes you. It changes your attitude. It changes your perspective. It changes your view. It changes your faith. It changes your possibility. And so Caleb realized that he had a sense of adventure about being with God. And he knew that with God, he could do things that you couldn't ordinarily do. And so when he saw the giants, it didn't frighten him. It wasn't a challenge. You know why? He had just seen God part the Red Sea. He had just seen God swallow up the Egyptians. He had just seen God do all of these miracles. He had just seen God rain down manna. He had just seen God rain down quail. He had just seen God. He had just seen the mighty hand of God. And so you're talking about what is a little giant? What is that to me? That didn't, it didn't oppose him. It didn't frighten him. It didn't shake him at all. He's saying the same God that just delivered us. He's the same God that'll give us this city. He'll give us this land. Don't be afraid. And so Caleb had a different spirit. He stood out and it got God's attention. Even God made note of him. God told Moses, he said, Moses, I'm going to kill him. He said, I'm going to destroy all of these folks. He said, but that one man, he's different. There's something about him that's different. It's said God said it's a different story about him. He's different. There's something different about him. I like him. God liked Caleb. Caleb got God's attention. 
attention. Folks, when you have a different spirit, when you have a different attitude of faith, when you have a different view of can-do power because of Almighty God in your life, when you have this sense of that you can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth you, when you have faith and courage, when you're willing to face obstacles and challenges, it's something about it. You get God's attention. You get God's attention because you're differentiating yourself from everybody else. Turn your neighbor and say, dare to be different. Man, I thought about this. I said, you know, we got to live our lives in such a way that God notices us out of a crowd. Caleb distinguished himself from everybody else. But God noticed Caleb. He said, hey, there's something different about that one. We got to live our lives in such a way that it distinguishes us out of the crowd. We ought to have a, a different can-do attitude. Uh, we ought to have just a, a different positive perspective, a different faith. Uh, we, ought to, we ought to just have a, a different stance, a different courage, a, a different belief, a, 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 a different grasp and hold on life and ex- be excited about ventures with God. And we ought to just have such a different take on it where we're not afraid and not shrinking back in the fear and not afraid of other things. I noticed two things that this teaches us, that this little passage teaches us. It teaches us to fight fear. Everybody else was afraid. They were afraid of the giants, but Caleb wasn't. So it teaches us to fight fear. That makes you different. That makes you different when you fight fear. The second thing it teaches us is to resist doubt. Resist doubt. Refuse to be moved by what you see, hear, or feel, or what anybody else will say when it contradicts God and when it contradicts what God has said. Refuse to doubt. Refuse to doubt and refuse to fear. Those are the two primary things I picked up there in this passage. Everybody say refuse to doubt and refuse to fear. Refuse to doubt and refuse to fear. I like something that Bill Bright said. He says, we hinder God working in our lives, not only when we doubt or fear, but also when we are satisfied with mediocrity. God has something better for you than you have ever experienced before. God has something better for you. Turn to your name and say, God has something better for you than you've ever experienced before. Oh, man, that's powerful. Rejoice in that a little bit. Just rejoice in that. Rejoice in that. God has something better for you than you've ever experienced before. Think about that. God has, let that resonate down in your heart. God has something better for you than you've ever experienced before. Say it again. Let's get that down in your heart. Think about this. Don't run past this too fast. God has something better for you than you have ever experienced before. Rejoice in that again. Go ahead and rejoice in that again. I noticed, I thought about this as we were talking about daring to be different. I I thought about other individuals in the Bible who stood out because they were different. And I want you to just hear a few of them. These are some people that that stood out and got God's attention, got Jesus' attention because they dared to be different, to do something different. 
Noah was one. Notice this. God was about to destroy the whole earth. But one man, one man stood out. One man, the Bible says, God looked down and he said, everybody was wicked. He, he's getting ready to destroy everybody. But it says, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Look at that. One man, one man dared to be different. One man dared to be different, and he, he got the attention of God out of the whole world. One man dared to be different. Here's another, Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus, the Bible says he was a man of short stature. And so Zacchaeus, when Jesus was coming through, he didn't just um, give up and go home and say, well, everybody's too crowded. I can't get a spot. I can't see. I'm too short, and I'm just going home and forget about it. No, you know what Zacchaeus did? He climbed a tree. He climbed a tree to get a look at Jesus. And when Jesus was walking by, he stopped and looked up and he said, hey, you, you come down. I want to go to your house. I like your style. There's something different about you. You got my attention. You got my attention. Notice that. Notice that he, he did something different. He dared to be different. He dared to be different. Folks, come out of your ordinary. Come out of your old ways of thinking and doing things. Come out of your stale way. Dare to do something different. Dare to do something different. God wants to do some new and unique things that you've never seen before, never been thought of before, never been done before. Come out of your old stale way. Sometimes you got to do some different things. If what you have and what you've been doing is not working, change it. Try something different. Do something different. Do something. Turn your lips and do something different. Do something different. Do something different. I was watching something on television and it was it was talking about how, you know, how difficult it is to get jobs. Nobody's hiring. It's just, you know, the whole economy just shut down the job market. And I was watching these. They were showing some recent college graduates and how, you know, none, nobody could find jobs. And so they, you know, they were just basically in bad shape. But they showed these two young men. These two young men put on their suits. They got a handful of resumes and they hit the streets. I mean, they were out in traffic and they were passing out their resumes while people were at the red light and they were on the highways when any time somebody slowed down at an exit, they were giving out their resume. And I thought to myself, I said, wow, these guys are doing something different. They're daring to be different. They are getting themselves noticed. And there are sometimes in life you got to do something to get yourself noticed. You got to do something that nobody else is willing to do. You got to di differentiate yourself. What is it that against God's attention? What is it that against somebody? his attention. And so you gotta, you have to be unique and creative and special and new in your methods and in your ways. Do something. Dare to be different. Dare to be different. Dare to be different. Uh, here's some other people in the Bible that I found did something different. How about the paralytic where the four men brought him down through the roof? That's what you call raising the roof. <laughs> <laughs> they raised the roof. They raised the roof. They did something different. Nobody had ever seen that. In fact, Jesus had never seen it. In fact, Jesus, the Bible says Jesus stopped and looked up. He saw their faith. He had never seen faith like that. He said, my, my, my. He, they brought him down. Jesus hit him. He said, he's a man. He said, oh, he said, I've never seen faith like that. Notice he wanted to see something different. It got his attention. It got his attention. So you got to be willing to do something different, to stand out from the crowd in order to get God's attention. You got to have, you got to do something different in your, in your faith. How about, um, how about the, the centurion? I heard Pastor James read that scripture. How about the centurion? He did something different and it, and it actually puzzled Jesus. Jesus said, man, he said, he said, he said, I've never seen great faith. Like he said, this is the greatest faith I've ever 
going to see in all of Israel. This man was not even a citizen of Israel. He was not a part of God's chosen. But he said to Jesus, don't come to my house. Why don't you just send your word and my servant will be healed. He did something different. He did something different. He was willing to do something different, and it got Jesus' attention. And Jesus marveled. He marveled. He marveled over that. It was something that was unique. It was something different. It was something, turn to your neighbor and say, dare to be different. Dare to be different. Dare to be different. How about the woman who brought the alabaster box of oil and broke it? Yes. People questioned her. He said, hey, this is a waste. She shouldn't be doing this. No, she was doing something different. Jesus said, leave her alone. Leave her alone. He said, none of you all washed my feet when I came in. He said, leave her alone. He said, she's doing something special. She's doing something special. And he said, in fact, wherever the gospel is preached, I want you all to talk about this woman. She did something different that that bought her space in the annals of time. I have to talk about her because Jesus said, wherever the gospel is preached, you mention that woman. She was willing to do something different. Dare, children never said, dare to do something different. Dare to be different. Dare to be different. Dare to be, and I could go on and on. There, there are several others. I could go on and on. Um, but notice, notice here. Uh, dealing with Numbers chapter 14, dealing with Caleb, dealing with Caleb here, some of the things that, that he teaches us, some of the, some of the things that, that we learn. I learned that, that God, uh, there, there are several things, three things I saw that God monitors in our lives. And I learned this from watching this little um, scriptural passage here in Numbers. There are three things that God monitors in our lives. Number one, he monitors our faith and actions of faith. He monitors our faith and actions of faith. Number two, God monitors our response to challenges. God monitors our response to challenges. Say that with me. God monitors our response to challenges. John Maxwell said this. He said, leaders stretch from challenges. Losers shrink from challenges. Followers struggle with challenges. One of the things that God monitors in our lives, he monitors our response to challenges. Notice everybody else, when they saw the giants, they they just shrank back in fear. Caleb had a different response. And that's why the Bible says some, he said, he said, Caleb is a different story. There's a different spirit on him. God was monitoring his response to challenge to challenges. Number one, God he monitors our faith and our actions of faith. Number two, he monitors our response to challenges. Number three, God monitors the the condition of our heart toward him. God monitors the condition of our heart toward him. Notice what he said in the text that we read about Caleb. He said, Caleb, there's a different story about him. There's a different spirit on him. And then he goes on to say, he has followed me fully. God was monitoring the condition of his heart toward him. He has followed me fully. One translation of the message Bible says, he has followed me passionately. He was passionate about 
living for God and his relationship with God. He was passionate. I like that. Caleb was on fire about his relationship with God. That's why he wanted a piece of them giants. He was, he, man, he was, he wanted a piece of those giants. He wanted a piece of those giants. He wanted, I love, I love his spirit. Caleb was unusual, man, and I see why he got God's attention. The Bible records even 40 years later, Caleb was 85 years old, and he still wanted a piece of them giants. He still wanted a piece of them giants. He was 85 years old. He still wanted a piece of them. I love that. There's something about that. When you have that courageous attitude, when you're not shrinking back in fear, and you're not afraid of challenges, when you're, when, you're, when you're willing to be different and you dare, you dare yourself and you, you're willing, you just, you look forward with excitement to adventures with God. I mean, what is your response when you lose a job? Do you shrink back in fear or do you say, my God, I can't wait to see what God's about to do here. Think about this. I'm putting it in real terms. Think about this. It's the same situation. What is your response to challenge? What is your response to challenge when you're in the doctor's office and he's holding the x-ray up and he said, we see a dark blotch here over your, over your kidney and this is not looking. What is your response to challenge? What is your response? What is your response to challenge? What is your response? What is your response to challenge? Are you excited over that? Do you say, my God, I can't wait to see God operate as Jehovah Rapha now in my life? Are you excited about your new adventure of faith with God? Or do you want to slide under a rock somewhere and shrink back in fear? Think about that. Caleb looked forward. He looked forward. And, and, and in fact, when I, when I get into another part of this, I'm going to talk about David too. The Bible says David ran toward Goliath. Ran toward him. Ran toward him. It's the same spirit Caleb had on him. David had it on him. We don't have time to get into that today. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have time to get into David, but we're going to come back. We're going to get into David in, in, in one of these parts, part two or part three. We're going to get into David and start looking at that. He ran toward Goliath. He ran toward him. They're showing you what's your response to challenges. What's your response to challenges? Are you shrinking back in fear? Are you cowering back in fear? Are you saying we can't do it? What is your response to challenges? Are, are you excited over the prospects of what God is about to do in your life? Are you excited over the prospects that I'm hooked up with the one that created all of this? Are you excited over the prospects that I have the wisdom of God at my disposal? I have the power of the Holy Ghost. The same Holy Ghost that raised Jesus from the dead lives in me now. He dwells in me now. And I'm not alone, but this is who I operate. This is who I'm in partnership. Folks, if you are, oh my God, if you could get a, if you could get a grasp of who you're in partnership with. Caleb understood that. He understood who was, who was, who was, he was in partnership with. He understood that. Number three, God monitors the condition of our heart toward him. He knows when your heart, he knows when your heart is half-hearted toward him. He knows when you're living half-hearted toward him. Some people are only, how can I put it? Some people are only God's people on Sunday morning in church. I'm honest. I'm honest. Some people are only Sunday morning. Some on Sunday morning, those are, that's the only time they're God's people. God knows that. You, who do you think you're fooling? You may fool the pastor. You might fool me. You might fool Pastor James. But you can't fool God. 
You can't fool God. So God monitors. He monitors the condition of your heart toward him. He monitors that. So he knows who's half-heartedly serving him. He knows who has other priorities uh, in front of him. He knows that. God monitors the condition. And so one of the things that was outstanding about Caleb that God, that he made a note of, one of the things that made him different, he said, he has followed me fully. He has followed me fully, passionately. This man's passionate about me. This man's excited about me. This man can't wait to see what I'm doing next. This man here is living in partnership with me. And I'm out of time. I want you, <laughs> I want you all to go to airjesus.com and I want you to listen to this message. Dare to be different. Message number 7443. You can listen to it in its entirety. You can also email it to a friend absolutely free of charge. Thank you so much for joining us today at Brothers of the Word. Because brother, you need the word. Dare to be different. Dare, dare to dare to be different. God wants to God, God wants to do some new things. He wants to do some unique things, some exciting things in our lives. And if life is boring to you, you need to do something different. You need to change some things. You need to change, change something that's not working. Change your methods. Change your methods. Change your methods. You're in a relationship with somebody, y'all not happy. You gotta change something. You gotta change something. Take that old rag off your head. Let me stop. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Amen. Dare, dare to be different. I was just hearing God speak as he was speaking that message. All of us need to get a CD or go to the internet and a few hours and just listen to that thing three times. That's different. See, sometimes you even have to start differently with the message just to even be different. So a lot of times we'll come, we'll hear an exciting and life-changing message and we'll walk away and never listen again. So he's just saying, even with this, just start something different right now. Listen to it three additional times. Listen to it three times. Start immediately doing something that you don't normally do. And that seed of just doing something different, it's good. You don't want to do anything different, bad. That's what I'm saying. I don't want, I don't want anybody to go and say, he said do something different. I'm going to get me up. Three, three drinks tonight. No, 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 no. Don't, don't do anything bad. Do something good that is different in your life. So just go and listen online in a few hours. I just heard God saying, listen to this message three times. God wants to bring some changes in you. And he can perform the miracles, but he's going to require you to do what you can do. Caleb and Joshua were the only two really of that old who made it into the promised land. You know how many folk died? Do you know how many? And these were the chosen people. Do you know how many folk God let die in the wilderness? And only Joshua and Caleb, son of Nun, made it into that land. So we want to be different. And being different requires that you are a part of a great and a small minority. It always has. It always will. Salvation will never be on the crowd's path. It's always been the case. And it always will be. So if you're going to be different, it means that you will be unusual. And oftentimes, it means that you will walk a path that is lonely, not a whole lot of folk on it, different. 
go and listen to this message again three times if you want something different in your life, if you want something better, if you want to change. Listen to this three times. You are listening to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com. This was the first part in the Dare to Be Different message by C. Elijah Bronner. This message is number 7443. That's 7443. The second part is number 7445. To listen to all parts, go to theonlineword.com, listen to airjesus.com, and theonlineword.com often, and keep your spirit charged up.